I'm Dr. Ben Rall. Do you know where the most amazing doctor lives? You may be surprised to learn that it's actually right inside of you. Yet, today's healthcare model is built on a foundation that the greatest doctor instead comes in the form of pills, potions, lotions, even surgery. So listen in, because what if the majority of what you have been told about health and healing is not only wrong, but actually harmful to you? One thing is for sure, when you work with your body and not against it, you'll begin to discover that you are in fact designed to heal. I want to welcome everybody to another episode of Designed to Heal Your Average. Jeff here with Dr. Ben Rawl. As always, Dr. Ben, it's going to be back, man. Happy um, New Year. They, they haven't missed anything, but we've been we've kind of taken a few weeks off. The, the right, listener right, didn't right. know that we had some things in the can, but you've been away. I've been away yes. a little bit, and here we are back, man, just talking, and the world uh, is... Uh, <laughs> What, I do, what yeah. do you say? Uh, I know. I remember I remember last year, 2021, you know, we were all excited about yeah. 2022 and this was going to be, or scratch, you know, strike that, you know what I'm saying? 2020. I think we're happy about waving goodbye to 2020 is what it was. Right. right. And so we were all excited about 2021 and then, you know, it's it's been interesting, obviously, uh, what's going on there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And here we sit. So I have a little bit of trepidation about 2022. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably where um, I have a friend that is in a, in a, the like development industry. And so he'll be working on a big deal and I'll yeah. say, oh man, that sounds awesome. And he's like, listen, I don't get excited until like the contract is signed, the check's deposited because yes. yeah. I've had too many deals fall through. So I, I, I now I'm like, okay, I, I want to be optimistic about 2022. And I am. I'm a general optimistic guy. Yeah, yeah, sure. But we'll see. So what are you optimistic for? Why don't we get it? Because I think it kind of lead into where we want to go today with today's show. You know, so there's a... Yeah. So there's a couple things that come to mind with that, Jeff. So there's a... And I I might have talked about this on a long episode before where... Or long ago on an episode where... what, What I would say I would get my optimism from in some regard is, is this... I'm not afraid of what will happen. Mm. So mm. there's a there's a great book. Nobody that's really listening, well, chiropractors probably heard of it. It was written. It's called Life Without Fear, and it was okay. written by a chiropractor. Matter of fact, I think we had an episode called that. If you ever want to go listen to it, yeah, because yeah. it was one of my favorite books. And and the the example is once I know in a sense what I'm going to do, right. like what I'm willing to die for. If you want to use that right. that right. example or. Right you know, the things I'm going to do or not going to do, there's a lot of freedom that comes with that, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not afraid of what's... No matter, even if it gets... 10 times worse, Jeff, yep. right? And it's lockdowns and FEMA camps or whatever, you know, the <laughs> microchipping, like all those things I would say are even possibilities. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's mainstream news right now. Yeah, that did, I, did, on a side note, did yeah. I not read an article the other day? Maybe you sent it to me or yeah. something where was it somebody in Scandinavia, I think, was working on a chip or, or something? Yeah, no, that not your medical data it, or like it's happening. Like it's happening. Right, and it was what's you know? ironic about yeah. that, Jeff, is, you know, somebody sent me, it might have been the thing I sent you, yeah. you know, a year or two ago, uh, you know, the, the headline of the paper was these crazy conspiracy theorists that say that the vax could lead yeah. to microchipping. Now the headline is celebrating the microchipping that's going to be your vaccine passport. So, yeah. you know, I know that, I know that, um, and I mean, again, we'll probably have a friendly audience here. And a lot of times you know, listening, people are probably shaking their head like, yeah, exactly. I'm trying to get people. So some level yeah. we're speaking to the choir here, right? We're, yeah. Yeah. we're, we're, you know, beating the sheep as they say sometimes, like yeah. you guys are yeah. listening to this. You're probably, so I don't want to go down entirely that route today, right. but right. the, when you ask, why am I optimistic? Because I already know that no matter how hard it gets mm-hmm. or how challenging it gets, my, my bend on that that is that's okay mm. like it's not okay like i'm not excited about it yeah but yeah. it doesn't it yeah. doesn't stop me from it's like i have peace with it is what you're saying yeah think, like like know? i already know that i'm not going to get vaccinated yeah i'm not yeah. waiting for anything yeah like yeah. i hope it doesn't come to them t- coming and taking me out of my home like they're doing in <laughs> other countries i hope that they don't show up at my door like they are yeah. in other countries yeah. as we sit yeah. here so yeah. it's not like a laughable thing yeah. right like mm. it's not some far-fetched out thing i am under no illusion that that couldn't happen in Florida sure. right soon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. However, yeah. I also know that that's that I'm gonna fight for that because yeah. I think yeah. it's valuable to fight for that. I'm not I'm not one now. Me and you've had these conversations on this show, so it's a public thing. Um, meaning, you know, we've talked about this yeah. stuff. Yeah. I'm 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 just my personality is, you know, I'm not leaving, right? You know, you're gonna have to, you know, the old come and get me, if you will, right? Yeah. Or whatever yep. they say. Yep. Yep. So gotcha. I say all that to say. Jeff, and I want to get into the meat here a little bit, is is 
because I think we're all having this struggle. We were just back for the holidays with some of my family. It was great. Love, you know, love my family. It was great. Good trip, all that kind of stuff. But like we talk on the show, you know, you just have <clears throat> different personalities, different perspectives, you know, sure, sure. vaxxed, unvaxxed, yeah. you know, some people really afraid of getting together, some people not, masks, no masks, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever, mm-hmm. right? And I, I don't, I don't, when again, when I say I don't care, like what I mean is, like, I'm going to still just live my life. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. so, because we were even going back and forth, not back and forth, we talk about this topic a lot. So some people can construe that. I think it's a misappropriation to mm-hmm. say that it's mean to, like, it's not nice of me to do that. Right. Right? Like, and I, so I, I don't know if well, I've ever... The, sh- to have the conversation, you mean, To right? have or, the conversation yeah. or to simply just live my truth. Okay, can I add something to that real yeah, quick? Because yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it'll give you fuel. Yeah. I had a conversation over the break yeah. and uh, talked to somebody who who happens to work, like, uh, in, in healthcare, quasi in healthcare, yeah. like, a, you know, not like a hospital, but yeah. sort of a... And, and they said... And they're not necessarily in agreement with, you know, masks and whatever. It's just been a part of their world and everything. Okay. But they they have they made this comment. And, and Ben, I think it, I'd love to just wrestle through this with you yeah. in, in the direction that you're going. They just said, well, I've also I've seen coworkers who are like super militant, not going to do it. And they're always complaining about it and all this kind of thing. And I just want to protect, you know, I just want to have a good witness, like a good Christian witness. That was the comment that was made, yeah, okay. right? Which I can appreciate on the one hand. So you're called to that, but but I, you know, I, I didn't say I agree with what they did on that. But can we? I wonder how many of our listeners feel that same way too. That, that on the one hand, they're in very much agreement with all of the stuff that you're you're saying here, and then they read, you know, guys like Malone, they read guys like yeah. uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. that we've had on the show, and and things like that. But they say, yeah, but I still I still feel like I've got to I've got to maintain my witness and. Can we talk about that? Yeah. Like, what well, is your take on that, and how do you navigate that? Well, yeah, I mean, we can talk about it. Um, I'm gonna. I mean, I don't know if you're gonna like what I'm gonna say. Well, no, I, I have yeah. no opinion, man. I'm I'm just listening on yeah. this. Like, I think it's a it's a it's a fair point to talk through. But yeah. I think sometimes we, I think sometimes we we do not. I, this is the thing that I struggle with. I think that there are times where courage requires us to speak out, and justice requires us to speak out, and everything. And we've yeah. gotten so trained. That you know we're not supposed to, and that it's it, that it's a better witness to not say a word. And I I don't agree with that because yeah. Ben, the first thing that came to mind in my yeah. mind, I, I was just I was listening in this conversation. Yeah, yeah. But I've listened uh, you know to the conversation, and I remember thinking about what you and I have talked about before. We've talked many many episodes ago about like what was happening in Nazi Germany, yeah, and yeah, how the yeah, pastors yeah. remained silent and everything, and it haunted them. It was yeah. it was you know for, for the fact that they were you know what they were singing louder on Sunday morning in church as the trains going by carrying the Jews to yeah, concentration. Right. Camps were were screaming. You know, we know accounts like that are out there, and so I think that's the tension that we live in. And and people, you know, if they don't have a group, or they don't have a maybe a, a community or something to process this with. I think sometimes their default is to say, "Well, I guess I shouldn't do anything because it's about my witness." Where maybe they need to be encouraged otherwise. Yeah. So, what would you say to that person that's kind of thinking through that? that yeah, way? I, I guess I, I would have a few initial thoughts. One is I okay. I really. I really um, just categorically disagree with the definition of witness in that regard. Okay. Because it, the conversations I've had with people, and you kind of said it there, is that person doesn't really agree with those things, doesn't really believe with them, believe in them. Right. Okay. So, right. but I'm just going to do them anyway. That's mm. not a wit. That's not a pup. You're mm. a hypocrite. You're you're not. You're going against what you believe in for somebody else's perceived comfort. Mm. You're living in a lie. Mm. You don't even really believe what you're doing. I don't know how that is a witness. Mm. The mm. definition of witness that I understand is standing up for the truth, mm. being the testament, a testimony, mm. not cowering, lying, mm. hiding mm. in fear, going against your beliefs. Matter of fact, my my father's headstone actually says... Um, uh, it's the I think it's, I believe it's in Matthew what we often call the golden rule right which mm-hmm. is do unto others as you would have them do unto you sure so before actually on air you and I were talking about um uh you know kind of did this classic example if you found out the example I use Jeff if you you know saw one of your best friends out you know married best friends that's married out with a gal that's not his wife and they were doing things that people shouldn't be doing right right um, would you want to know mm. right would you tell your friend mm. Uh, now you, you and I, I put you on the spot there. You and I both said, "Well, we would want to know, right?" We oh, yeah. we turned it around and said, "If that was my instance, I'd want to know." Yeah, absolutely. Okay? So to me, that's a golden rule moment, mm-hmm. right? Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So here's sure. how I see this, and this is my lens on this. I would want somebody to tell me the truth. Mm. 
even if it's going to upset me, Jeff. Yep. Even if it's going to rattle my narrative, even if it's going to make me uncomfortable, even if I'm not going to like what I'm going to hear, right? I want, literally, you just told me, we just told each other, I'd want you to tell me if you saw my wife out in the town. Hmm. So if you want to know that, then you probably, I probably owe it to you as a witness, as a testimony, if you want to use that angle, right? right? right. I owe it to you. I'm saying from my perspective, and here's my operating lens, you're telling me, and you know, Jeff, if we went and told people, if I asked 100 people on the truth or on the street, would you want somebody to tell you the truth, even if you didn't really, you know, yeah. they would, yeah. out of 100, how many people would say yes, do you think? I think most. Gosh, man. I mean, I would assume most, yeah, right? but who knows these days, you know? Right? So, so but, but let's just pretend that <laughs> yeah. mo- 90, 900 would, let's just say yeah. 100. I, I don't yeah. know who would want to agree to say no lie to me. That, that's but, a, but, but, and, yeah. and, and please, okay, when I, when I sort of gave that answer just yeah. now, yeah. I think that that probably reflects a little bit of the the sort of shock and surprise that I find myself living in right now because I used to think that most people would want up to be up and down to be down. And I just feel like the more I'm interacting, the more I'm finding out like people almost want to be lied to. Yeah. Right. They almost want to know. They, they don't want to know things. Like, I mean, it's I don't know. Do you ever feel yeah. like that? So do you ever feel like you're talking to people and you're going, man, well, no, I, like what reality? I feel like that every day. Yeah. But I do it anyway. Got it. Got it. Like that's not my reason to stop. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I actually know likely going into several conversations with most people that they're going to struggle with what I'm going to tell them because they've been brainwashed. They've been, you know, raised in a cult medical culture. They've been sold the lie about so many things, right? Sure, sure. That it's coming to this head for them on mandates and whatever, school masks, flying, whatever. Pick your poison. I don't right, care. Right. It doesn't matter. Right. To me, it's all the same thing. I mean, we could literally go down the news headlines today, and probably the first 10 of them are about like crazy things happening with Omicron right now. Right, right. right which is which is crazy, man. And they, they sound like fantastical. I mean, I, so no wonder they feel this way when you talk about brainwashing. Because every right. day, every so, day, it's a new so, story. So I have to tell you, as a as a funny story, yeah. um, and I might have said this before on the on the show, but there wouldn't when I was um, it just made me think about it. When I was in um, back in South Dakota in practice, we had a lady that was a um, she did our printing for us, and you know we would buy our business cards and stuff like that. Yeah. Right? She was a nice gal, and and um, my wife and I worked together in the office mm-hmm. back then. But people didn't know that she was necessarily my wife. Um, not that we hit it; it just you wouldn't know. They didn't mm-hmm. say hi. This mm-hmm. is Megan Rawl, you know. So anyway, you were sneaking smooches yeah. behind the uh, behind the cubicle. Well, so wall. here's the thing: so everything had been fine. Mm-hmm. I'd probably known this lady for a year or two, and then one day I went to pay a bill or something, and she was super cold, like 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 aggressively cold, really, right? to the point that I was like, "What is happening?" Right, and then I was so I finally I asked her. I said, "Did I like miss a payment? Did I like what happened?" And yeah. she goes, "I just can't believe you would do that." I said, oh, my gosh, Like you got to be more specific. I probably do a lot of stupid things. She goes, I saw you at Home Depot holding hands with your staff, and you're a married man. Oh, my goodness. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that was my wife. And then she felt bad, right? You know, we just laughed about it, right? But here's the point, Jeff. Here's the point. She needed to hear the truth. Wow. Okay. The truth was different than what she had perceived, even though it looked very much like I was being an idiot. Got it. Yeah. So I know going in that I know the perspective of most people right now. I can see it when they're wearing the mask on their face in their car by themselves, walking down the street. I know what they're believing. Okay. So I know they're not going to enjoy this conversation and I'm still okay with that. Why? Back to the golden rule that I was raised with with my dad. I'd want you to tell me, even though it's not going to be great news for you probably because it's going to shatter a worldview that you have right now, that you've constructed, that you've bought into, that you've probably even agreed to and promoted, and you've got to wrestle with some of the decisions you've made, some of the thoughts you've had, some of the things you've said about other people that wouldn't mask and vax and all the other stuff, right? Mm. So I get it, but I don't care. So Ben, can we, for the good of the yeah, listener, yeah. can we go through a couple of, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play devil's advocate yeah, yeah, here yeah. only for oh, the purpose good. Of I want to see how you would react and what you would say in a conversation because I think there's people listening to this going Ben, but you don't understand. Every time I've had this conversation, it's gone south beyond recovery, and I didn't know what to say yeah. or it was beyond the thing. So can I respond in yeah, some yeah, ways yeah. that I think people yeah. are responding to some of these, sure. and then have you sort of maybe yeah. before you before you do that though? Yeah, I'll be because I, I just want to answer the first one that you said. Okay, I will push back on that. I would tell you that most people haven't actually had very many of those conversations. 
They've mm. already decided that it's going to go south. Okay. Yeah. So they don't even bother. Okay. Because they go, I don't want to wreck that relationship. Got it. So they, pretend, they play this game in their head, right? That they go, oh, but then if it goes bad, they don't talk yeah. to me, and that's yeah. my kid's best friend, and all yeah. this, right? This stuff it happens. It happens in my family, mm. right? But I, I have to go, but I have to go back to a deeper principle, Jeff. Yeah. Okay, there's a, you know, and I'm a person of faith. I've talked about this, of course, and I have a nine, I have a nine, you know, that nine voice in my head, you know, we, it's in the scriptures, it talks about, you know, to get, you know, if you will, you get to heaven and he, he says, you know, I, I don't know who you are. You denied mm. me. I don't mm. know who you are. Mm. Right. I have a much deeper reason to why I live the way I live my life mm. that is beyond the acceptance of whether you like me. Mm. That's not my goal in life to have as many friends as I can have and mm. have people that think Ben Rawls nice. Mm. That's not my <laughs> epitaph. That's not my motivating factor. Okay? That's not how I roll, clearly. You know, right? Matter of fact, people I just, can make I the I want to outlive you by one day so that I can make sure on your tombstone it says Ben Rawl was nice. I want to put that on there, and then you can't do anything about it. Right? Uh, I don't know. I'm sure. I don't know if I'll have a tombstone. There'll be nobody to want to know where I'm at. They'll stick you in a bag somewhere on the street. Is but, that the deal? With a so, bow on top. So I, I, I only want to put that in there, Jeff, because yeah. I would initially challenge the person. Now, I can tell you, I've had a lot of those conversations, unfortunately, and I, yeah. I meaning I have, I do have knockdown dragouts, yes, right? Yes. So, but most people that I talk to, Jeff, if I ask them that, I say, yeah. so how many of those have you had? None. Yeah. So I'm just calling the bluff on it. You don't get to sit here and say, well, you know, what about, like, you didn't even do it once. So maybe it didn't get past the narrative of their mind, but we can help them do that. Well, well, well let's, let's talk let's try and we could maybe say like i and i've come to learn this about myself probably partly doing this show jeff mm -hmm. which is there would definitely have been a season in my life where i would have been like you know irritated and i probably still get there like like but i've i've come to learn even with my staff right mm -hmm. we have different personalities sure so sure. i i am fully aware that that my uh, the Enneagram, if anybody's ever done it, I'm an eight. Surprise. It's a challenger, right? So it's not difficult for me to, like I, like you he's, said. He's like an eight with stars around it. You asked me today, you know, you said, hey, how was, you know, holidays, any drama? I said, hey, no, you know, whatever. No, yes, no, whatever. I said, but Jeff, I have a high tolerance for drama. Like it doesn't, it doesn't like wreck my day. Yeah, like I'm yeah. like, dude, I see patients all day long of all over the spectrum. I've been called a quack for decades. Like I don't, <laughs> like my skin is too thick, right? Now what I have to be careful of is not being a bull in a china shop. Right. I have to be careful is not considering people's feelings, but I would make the argument that, that actually, again, back to the golden rule, uh -huh. okay? I'm having this conversation because if the roles were reversed, I would want you to have it with me. So mm. now there's probably some strategies of that, and I don't know if I have all those answers, but we well, can talk through, through it a little it. bit. Yeah. So uh, yeah, ask away or, right, or so, put me on the So spot. the first one is, uh, you know, you're talking with this person, and you're you're you know talking about masks or vaccines oh, sure, or sure. whatever, and they say, "Well, I was warned about you, or I was warned about that way of thinking. They told me you would say that, yeah. or something like that." What yeah. do you say to that person? Yeah. So, and this isn't you know this isn't debate 101, but <clears throat> what I would all you know in the, this classic example, the right Socratic method, the person in control is the person asking the question. So mm. I would say, mm. "What do you mean by that?" Fair. And then they're going to say, "Well, oh, you're one of the, then usually." I mean, I've done this so many times. They're going to yeah. say, "Well, you're one of those conspiracy theorists. You're one of those anti-vaxxers. You're one of those crazy you know zealots." You're one to say, and I say like, "Okay, so." Just curious, so I would just keep asking them questions, yeah, right? Yeah. So I would say, okay, great. So will you tell me your position? Mm. So then they're going to say something. That's usually again, I already I've done this too many times. They're just going to read me the narrative, yeah, right? Yeah. That that they've they've been brainwashed and dumbed yep. into them by pharma and tech and social and all those things, right? So then I'll ask them. I say, have you ever done any independent research of your own? For example, have you ever done this? This? Are you familiar mm -hmm. with this work? Are you familiar? With this? Now I'm going to begin to put myself because I'm not I'm not ignorant about this issue, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know. I have, we've had some of the top people in this COVID world on this show. Mm -hmm. Those are my personal friends that I talk and walk with and pick their brains and read the research. Like, like I, I'm comfortable with my position. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I also know that they haven't. Mm. So why should I cower and feel bad about being informed? I tell my staff all the time, don't apologize for using your brain. Don't feel guilt or shame about being informed. Mm. Jeff, mm -hmm. if I was a great basketball coach because I played basketball for 20 years and I've studied the art and the whatever, and then I see somebody that's really not good at it and they go, oh, you're one of those crazy basketball people. I'd be like, I don't even know what to say to that. Um, yeah, I have a mm -hmm. lot of experience in basketball. Mm -hmm. Like, do you mm -hmm. want me to apologize for that? Should mm -hmm. I be bad? Should I go mm -hmm. sit in the corner? Should mm -hmm. I beat myself? Should I cut my arm off? Mm -hmm. Should I stop talking about it? Yeah. Like, again, I'm actually here 
to help you. Mm. Okay. So mm. I don't have any. Now, again, I'm under no, but what happens at most of those, Jeff, almost immediately, that quote person, the one you're talking yeah. about, yeah. right? The pe- not that person, a person, right? Not, right? There's not a specific here, is almost immediately two things happen. They don't want to talk about it at all. Okay. Or they get mad. Mm. Right. Because they realize very quickly they have no clothes on. Because mm. they can't validate much of their position. Yep. They can't, right? They can't, they don't, they don't know any of the science. And I can see that because I do know the science. Yeah, I think a lot of times what their argument ends up being is it's not necessarily an argument, it's an attitude, and it's a position of authority. It's the argument from authority, right? Because they're they're swimming in the say the yeah. mainstream yeah. kind of idea. Well, Cultural everybody else authority. thinks this way. Yeah. You're you're the dissenter, Ben. You're the other one, which you know, I think it was Mark Twain that said at one point, if you find yourself in the yeah. majority, you might need to rethink your position. So, now, that may not always be true, but I think this is one of those areas yeah. that, you know. So I would say, you know, in general, when when a person says what you just said, oh, you're one of those people, you're a, you're the crazy person, or, oh, don't tell me you're one of them, <laughs> right? <laughs> don't. Do you ever say one of who? <laughs> Absolutely. See, what, what, do you, what do you mean by that? Like, so yeah. are you that concerned that I have educated myself on this issue. Like, what yeah. are, What do you know about the issue? Yeah. Well, I don't yeah. know. This is what they say. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's just, well, what do you say? I mean, they they said this. I'm like, who's they? What are you referring right. to? And that's the thing that gets me is that, you know, if they were to say to you, you're, you're one of them or something like that, I would ask the question because, you know, like you said it best earlier, we've had so many of the quote unquote them on the show. Right. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, is I'm just average Jeff, man. I just ask questions yeah. here. Look, I'm not a doctor. I, yeah. I, I listen to you. I learn I have tons of things. And I'm going, the people we've had on this show, I think are extremely reasonable, yeah, extremely not, rational, not complicated. Right? I mean, and very educated. Yeah. That like, kind of thing. like they're not talking crazy. Believe me, I don't want to be around crazies. You know, if you're holding up their sign, you know, the end is near, you know, the kind of, I, I don't know that I'm, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, I, of course yeah. today this might be applicable, <laughs> yeah. you know, I don't know. Well, Ben's holding up the sign, the end is near. It might actually make sense today. Right. But yeah, you know, well, no, but, that, but, but that's the thing, man. It's like, you know, you're one of them and I go, yeah, but one, like the one of them are not these people walking around with like, you know, green monster heads on or something yeah, like that. And you I know, guess like, this does go, let me ask this weird. Let me ask you this. So, or, let me, maybe this is a different way of phrasing. I think you have to position, not you, but all of us have to ask ourselves kind of these questions in the beginning, which goes back to what I said, Jeff, I'm okay. You know, I don't live with fear, you know, mm-hmm. do my best not to live in fear. Sure. So, um, first of all, I'm wildly comfortable being one of them. <laughs> like it, it, that is not offensive to me. That's another shirt for you. Okay. I'm one of them. Because I, that's like, but you sh- everybody, like, again, you should be okay with yeah. that. So I would, I would take it. I'll just, sometimes also what I try to do is I try to take it out of COVID. Right. So for an example, so I might say like, I, I lived, I grew up in the Midwest and, and this isn't anything about Midwest. Oh, I'm just using you're one of them. Yeah, well, <laughs> got it. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, or, you know, we just, like you said, we drove, um, we drove up the, the Eastern seaboard or, you know, we drove up to South Dakota over break here. So yeah. you're driving through the South and you see the occasional Confederate flag or something like this. Right. Mm-hmm. You look at that and you think about some things. Right. And, and so I, sometimes I, I play the game in my head. If I would have been uh, a child back in the civil rights or an adult even, or maybe in slavery times in the United States, these types of times, I would want to, or, you know, you talked to you brought about Germany earlier, mm-hmm. right? And I'm using mm-hmm. this as thought exercise. I'm yeah. not doing a complete yeah. comparison here. I'm simply yeah. talking through this. I would, I would want to have been the person that could see through the, the lies mm. in the moment of them mm. based on truth mm. and then made my stand, even though that might meant my, my, racist dad he's not i'm just saying right you know who thinks you can't say that right you yeah. can't do that right yeah. when the you know if any of you've watched you know amazing grace or done any of the study on wilberforce william wilberforce kind of a, a you know and not i never met him of course you know but a hero and just what he stood for right the abolition uh, abolishment of slavery the argument mostly the argument against him at the time was economics mm. they said you know basically our society is built on the back of free labor mm. so if we get rid of free labor we, we won't be sustainable, right? But his argument was deeper, which mm. was, but it's not right. Mm. Mm. But it's not right. Okay, and if you've studied, watched that movie or read any of his biographies, I mean, I'm kind of a, I've read a lot of his stuff. You know, it was, the battle was very long, literally on his deathbed uh, is where he, the, 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 the bill was passed in parliament, if you will, that started the, you know, that, that happening. Yeah. But, but here's my point. So you have to ask yourself now, are you okay being a black sheep now, mm. knowing it's truth, that sometime in the future, maybe even after you die, mm. 
But are you willing to right now fight for it, knowing it's right? Because here's what I tell that person. So I, and I use this, I talk with my staff about this. So, so, so and again, Jeff, if, if somebody came up to you, let's just say you're at the park mm-hmm. and um, well, I'll put, I'll use myself. I don't want to put words in your mouth. So if I'm sitting at a park and somebody walks up to me and they, you know, maybe I'm wearing a shirt that says something that would be, you know, faith over fear or something, sure. right? And they say, hey man, nice shirt. Okay. I kind of know where we're going, right? And then they go, hey man, you know, we start talking and they say, hey, this stuff's crazy. And we find we have common ground on this. So, so I'm going to sit there and I'm going to say, man, this is a great conversation. Here's friend. Okay. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm saying that this guy's got a good, I'm agreeing with it, right? He has a good head on his shoulders or whatever, or gal. But now you have somebody that, you know, you're walking on the street and they walk around you eight feet and they're, you know, triple masked and they look at you like, you know, you're crazy and you know, whatever, right? So my, I guess my question is, if you believe that it was that person that came up to you and was in agreement with you, if you're believing that was a good thing, mm-hmm. but it was just, there was no conflict there. You didn't have to like convince them or share any facts or, you know what I mean? You just, it was more comfortable because they came up, right? Well, I feel the obligation the other way. If I believe that's good, then I owe it to that other person. I don't mean I'm going to go grab that person on the street. Mm-hmm. I'm simply saying if I'm engaging in a moment where somebody is going to, you know, try to say something, I'm, I have no, I, I, I don't understand why we think that to your, go back to your earlier argument or your earlier example or question is I don't think it is a good witness to go along with a lie. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how you mm-hmm. can rationalize that. Now, if you don't know if it's a lie, that's a different story. I don't know what to tell you there. I, I you know, get yourself educated. Like I don't know. You would never see, you wouldn't say that about anything else. You wouldn't say that about anything else. You wouldn't say, well, I'm just not educated, so I'm just going to go along with something that I'm not educated about. That would be, you would sound dumb saying that out loud. Mm. You wouldn't say that. Well, and I think that maybe leads to a second response is I think a lot of people kind of do feel, whether they say that explicitly, I think that they feel that way as well, because again, they don't have, maybe they don't listen to the podcast enough. And that's, that's part of the problem. You should be listening, right? That kind of thing. But it's, it's more so all that they're hearing. I mean, Ben, I hear a lot of people saying left and right. It's so confusing. Right. Yeah. So um, it's a good one. That's a good one. I want to jump right on that one. Okay. So I would say, Jeff, my experience on that most of the time, much like the first part, and this is just self-reflection. I would ask you, when you say that, have you actually tried to get to the truth? Hmm. Again, most Hmm. people use that as their excuse to just go on the side of cultural conformity. So confusing. Who do you believe? Let's just go along with it. Here's what's not confusing. Yeah. Your right as a human to choose what goes in your body. Are you confused about that? Are you confused about that? Are you on the fence of whether or not you think you should have bodily autonomy about medical in or on you? If you're not confused about that, then anything that goes against that, Jeff, you've very clear. It could be angel breath on you. You should get to choose. So here's what, again, my experience on this is people saying that so they don't have to think about it, right? And then they just go along with it. So a lot of those things, it's the, well, I don't want to wreck a relationship. Have you even tried? Now, you, Jeff, I've had conversations and some have gone poorly, some have gone fine, right? Because I, I see a lot of patients, right? That have different perspectives. And I'll ask them. A lot of times I, here's what I, a lot of times I ask them. I say, do you mind if I talk to you about this? Is it Okay. Can we have a conversation about this? Mm, I get mm. the permission. So if you are asking this, you know, a genu- and I, I know you are, but if you're listening to this, a lot of times, and this is just, I don't know, there's probably smart thinking on this, but just the question is, ask permission. Mm. You know, do you mind if I share? So I have a friend of mine, he's, a, he's an evangelist. And um, I asked him one time, I said, how do you do this? Like, how, when you go, he goes to like India and Pakistan and stuff. I said, how do you do your test? How do you do your witness? He said, it's super easy, Ben. And I was like, I, I thought he had like, a, you know, secret magic sauce. And he goes, um... No, it's super simple. I ask them um, if they've ever heard of Jesus, right? And he says, so they'll say one of two things, yes or no. If they say no, he goes, do you mind if I tell you what I know about him? And if they say yes, he says, do you mind telling me what you've heard about him? They have that conversation. Then after that, he simply says, do you mind if I share what I know? And then they have the conversation. Mm. Sometimes that leads to a moment. Sometimes it doesn't, right? So, mm. But he doesn't apologize for knowing what he knows. Mm. Okay, so again, I think what a lot of people do, Jeff, is they, they say things like, well, I'm not an expert in that area, so I have no... 
okay, are, <laughs> I just don't like that statement. Really? You're not an expert in your own self-bodily autonomy? Mm. That one's confusing to you. you. You haven't thought through that one yet? Yeah. You don't believe in freedom yeah. of physical autonomy? You believe that the government should choose what can go in your body yeah. at their will? Yeah. If you believe that, then yeah, we're going to probably... then. We, we could continue to talk about that, but that might just be one that we just kind of high-five and, you know, mm-hmm. say that's not a conversation we're going to have anymore. But I think, again, back to the 100 people on the street, I don't think most people would actually agree with that. They'd say, well, no. No, no, I don't believe that. Okay, then we start to talk about some of the qualifications. Here's where COVID would be a good example. They would say something like, well, no, I don't, but if you're harming somebody else, then maybe in that instance, right? Say, okay, great. Time out. Awesome question. There'd be a few things we'd need to agree or talk through here one would be that that said thing should stop you from getting it or stop you from giving it and they'd say yes i agree and i'd say okay but this doesn't do that so then in that instance what do you think right and this is just where they haven't really but but let me push back yeah sure but it reduces the symptoms and hospitalization ben okay so that has nothing to do with you getting it or giving it i'm not protecting you that's a personal choice for you to decide if you want to have left symptoms supposedly with said disease Mm. I also have read the studies that show, and we've had doctors on this show, and we've had people talk about this, that actually show, and this happened in the Pfizer study that they used to get the emergency use authorization, which showed more deaths in the vaccine group, and they pulled those deaths out. And by the way, so more people, I think it was 21 died in the vaccine group and 16 died in the unvaxxed group. There was more deaths in the vaccine group. Guess what from, Jeff? Heart attacks. Mm. Mm. So again, I'm educated. Okay, I read the studies. Most people don't. Not mm. not because I get I, I like again, I don't I maybe it's part of my responsibility. Like I know other people have day jobs and I do too. My job happens to be in healthcare. So yeah. I yeah. that's what I do, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I so I say this to say so your your response back to me, this is why you need to do this because that argument that you not argument, but that thing you just said back to me. I think that was a great response though. Like, like it's your choice if you want to have those symptoms if supposedly it reduces in any way. That's a great response. Like I hadn't even thought about that. Right, yeah, because they go because their argument in their head though was, but you're protecting others, but we just talked about it doesn't. And they say, but it stops you from you know having these bad symptoms. Then why do you really care? Nobody's ever cared in humanity really outside of your own <laughs> kids true. jeff has yeah. anybody ever been so worried about somebody they don't know down the street and how bad of a flu they had i mean we still sell cigarettes so you know apparently not <laughs> cigarettes booze right pick your you know pick your vapes you know, you know vaping yeah, whatever you yeah. want to say so yeah. so i i i mean, here's but again most people and you know i i talk to people a lot about this i in, in, in boxing growing up you know the whole Part of the you know the training, the reason you train so hard in any, I don't care what you do, is 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 so you can be you know an expert, so you can handle what comes at you, right? Mm. So I can mm. block the punch, so I can defend it, right? That doesn't happen just because I want it to happen. I have to practice it, so I have to mm-hmm. hear those questions, I have mm-hmm. to reflect on them, I have to do mm-hmm. some research, I have to ask them. Now, now, Jeff, it, we could have came to a different place. An example might say maybe this thing did stop infection and did stop transmission, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so mm-hmm. if that was the case, mm-hmm. then there'd be a different conversation, mm-hmm. right? I'd mm-hmm. still not 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 different, and I still believe in free choice, yeah. right? But yeah. I'd have a different response to that, yeah. which would be, you know, <laughs> if if that's the case, then you still shouldn't be concerned because if you have it, you're protected. <laughs> See, the argument doesn't work either way. If it's so amazing, if mask works, you should care less that I have one on or off. Now, if you're going to go through the, if you want to go through the route, and this is where we just keep going. So then if somebody said that, I would say, so then you're okay with mandating things if it makes, you know, potentially, so then you're also, I'm assuming you're going to mandate against obesity. You want to mandate nutrition. You want to mandate cigarettes. You want to mandate alcohol. You want to mandate social media. You want to mandate oxygen. You want to mandate, you know, pollution levels in the house. I'm just assuming you want to mandate. No, I don't. Well, why? Well, never thought about that. Well, I have thought about that and I'm not a, I'm not um, sad. I'm not going to apologize for thinking about mm-hmm. that. Right. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, back to the golden rule. You know, <laughs> have you ever seen that? Have you ever seen that? Of course, you have your kid, dad. Uh, is it uh, Moana? Moana? What's the Moana? Moana. The Moana? Disney movie? Is that right? Yeah. Moana. Yeah. Remember that? Remember the Rock's character? You know, yes. and he, there's that song he has. You're welcome. You know, he gets I real, love that song. You're well. I, my t- family teases me a lot because I, you know, I'm my natural personality. So in that moment, it made me think about it. Like, yep, you're welcome. <laughs> I always I'm, sing that I'm, in the car all the time. I'm, I'm educating you here, and I'm I'm being somewhat, you know, facetious. But so ask me an, a, another question. I got, Jeff. I got two yeah. more that kind of come to mind. Um, okay, how about this one? Uh, but we just shattered records for cases in the state. 
Okay. So, I love that word shattered, by the way. It's always out there. It's always like an inflammatory word. Like, we just shattered the record. Yeah, you know, so, so, so it's a great question. So I would say... We broke the record. To that, <laughs> I don't know what was shattered. To but, that you know, person, sure. I would uh-huh. ask a couple of things. I would okay. say... Um, so I would ask them... A lot of times, you know, you get you you ask a, what we call a clarifying question, right? So, okay. so I would ask, so like, um, so what is you? Th- what are you thinking about that? Like, what are you thinking about that? Oh, are you talking to me? Yeah, well, sure. Like, because the person that's oh, saying that's the wrong person. I'm using somebody else's name. Yeah, right well, no. So they they say that to you. So now I know what I think they're thinking, right? <laughs> yeah. But so I would so they would say. I, I couldn't even guess because I, I I just well no I will guess I mean it's just you you see those numbers then it's like okay I'm gonna uh, quick tangent on this yeah well right. I want let's finish this okay because, this one because make sure you don't forget what you're gonna ask because I, I, I want to track it. on this so okay. here's because I I know how I would answer this and I know what they're probably thinking they're thinking well because people aren't vaccinated okay mm-hmm. or something right mm-hmm. that's where they're probably going with it so then right. I would have to enlighten them but this is interesting because we're more vaccinated than we've ever been. Every day that goes by, there's more people that have been vaccinated than not. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. at the height of COVID, when we were, right, we unvaccinated, at the height of COVID unvaccinated, we're now 60, 70% vaccinated, whatever the number is thrown out there, and we have more cases than ever. So I question to you would be, how would you explain that? Hmm. So now if they're going to say, they're going to go, well, I don't know, I don't think about that, because they're going to go to some other brain, you know, story of from the news that said that's all unvaccinated, but mm-hmm. that math doesn't add up. It's mm-hmm. not all unvaccinated. Everybody knows that these people that are getting this are mm-hmm. vaccinated. So then mm-hmm. it gets down to this vaccine isn't as effective. Then it goes to the next question. They say get a booster. Mm-hmm. Then I would say this. Interesting. Against what? What? Delta Omicron? Is that what you want to say? Because the vaccine that exists was created for the the alpha which is they did not have a, the the so you're saying again to get va- you're asking me to get vaccinated with an emergency use authorization untested thing against something that it was never approved for mm. so your arguments mm. very quickly don't make much sense uh. and at the end of that I would get to probably the same place I would say so now knowing what you know wouldn't it make most sense just to if you want to get it get it but don't mandate that on me mm. 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 but they just thought they could run their mouth right say some unexamined statement because they saw it on the news or read it in the paper, right? Or Ricky said, grandpa got mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. And I say, I don't, I'm not arguing that he got it. I, I was with a family member this over Christmas who had triple vaccinated, right? All three vaccinations and has COVID, mm. right? So listen, I mean, we could all tell our stories. I'm not in an argument of that mm-hmm. per se, other than we have to just walk through. So when somebody says mm-hmm. shattering records, I would, what that means to me is this, I'd go back to memory hole. Do you remember, Jeff, we were mm-hmm. told the on record, CDC, Fauci, everybody on record saying one shot. Mm. Get vaccinated. We're out of the woods. Then it was another. Now it's another. Israel's ahead of us only because they're, they started doing it sooner. They're on their fourth. Other countries are talking about a sixth. Australia's, I mean, other, other nations, Netherlands. Mm. So... So where does this end? So I, I, we talked about this earlier in the show or before just off air, me and you, which was if you would have known that before, if they would have said, even if they would have known, if they would have, because re- here's the thing, Jeff, if they want to claim so smart, they're, they're so smart, mm-hmm. then they should have very much been aware that the likelihood that this will, right, mutate. So then somebody say, well, how could you know? I don't know. The flu virus. <laughs> Jeff, every year, what? New strain, new vaccine, new shot. Right? Every year. They don't yeah. give you last year's. Yeah. And by the way, different years, different publications, the, the efficacy of the flu shot is anywhere from 0 to 10%. So you're asking me again to get a shot that we don't know if it'll work, mm-hmm. that variants will continue to come, untested technology, short-term technology. You can have that argument. I'm way comfortable having that argument. Mm-hmm. What we know is we've never injected this into billions of people at the scale that we are for what we're injecting it for now in the middle of a pandemic. Never happened. Mm-hmm. You can say we've been testing that technology for a long time. That's a true statement, but that doesn't mean that it was <laughs> should be injected mm-hmm. into humans. Mm-hmm. That is a wildly different statement, Jeff. Mm-hmm. And it certainly mm-hmm. doesn't mean that just because we tested it that we should trump human dignity and rights and mm-hmm. ethics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that. Well, I studied this a long time, and I believe this to be true, so everybody has to do it now. Mm. No. I'm glad you studied it. You should study it. Mm. Okay? Mm. But you warp speed of the vaccine like we've never done. Mm. So we have the most untested medical product out there, and at the same time, that said product is being mandated? Mm. Mm. What kind of 
you would have, if I would have said it to you two years ago, I don't care where you're at, you would say, that's crazy. Hmm. You would say, oh my gosh, no. Mm. I mean, if you want to write to try or you really are scared or yeah, you believe you're yeah. in a certain category, but you would never say, yep, we should just go for it and see what happens. Ben, do you think that most people would acknowledge, um, regardless of where they stand on these yeah. kinds of issues, do you think most people would acknowledge that um, they are often being sold a bill of goods or there are you know, intentions from, say, advertisers or media or the powers that be or whatever to use inflammatory language or powerful language to, you know, to try to, you know, exasperate things or something that do you think, do you think people, yeah. like if we pointed out to people, yeah. I, I'll give you an example on this. Okay. I remember watching an infomercial one time and, um, whatever the sales point was, is they said, this is absolutely free or something oh, like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Which 100% is percent free. Yeah. hundred percent free, which I'm yeah. going, I mean, is there like a 90% free, you know, <laughs> is there, is there like a, this is only partially free, you know what I mean? Like, and I remember thinking about that and I go, I wonder what that word absolutely does for, oh, oh, it's absolutely, Ben, it's absolutely free. Get my credit card out now. They absolutely. said they're not going to charge it because it's absolutely free. Like, I don't, you know, so I look at that and I go, going back to that word shattered, I was thinking the example I was going to pull from earlier was a couple of years ago, one of the hurricanes that was coming here, I remember reading a newspaper headline and it said something like, people will die, mm. right? And it was a quote, I believe from the governor, if I'm not mistaken, whoever that was at the time, but like people will die. And and when you actually read into the story, what they were saying was there are going to be people who are going to ignore certain evacuation warnings or whatever and go out and do crazy things, you know, like like surf, like my college roommates mm. did when hurricanes came and mm. stuff like that. And they're going to do something like they stupid. always have done. Yeah, like they always have done. Not because hurricanes worse, just what people do. Right, right. So so people will die. But but you read that headline. I mean, right. it, what does it do to somebody? Yeah. What does it do to the average person right away? It's right. already poisoning the well, right? The term it's, you hear, right? Fear right. porn, I've heard. Used, right, you know, right, right. So, so it's absolutely free. It's absolutely this. Or, or, you know, people are going to die. Or, right, the record has been shattered. Yeah. That kind of thing, yeah. right? I mean, that's so. I look at that and I go, "This is where I say people. The, the well has already been poisoned. And if I can just add a two cents worth there, you know, this is where critical thinking comes into play. Yeah. We need to analyze every statement. Like, I mean, yeah. on, on the one hand, I don't want to create an army of pessimists here there, because it's not a pleasant place to live. But when you're, yeah. I mean, it's hard for me to turn on the TV and not see a commercial and just literally poke holes into right, every one right, of them right, right, that right. I see. I'm like, I, even even <laughs> it's like a it's like a charity, and I'm like, even that I'm poking. Right, it's like, all right, right stop, right, Jeff. You need right, to. Right, you know, right. But but everybody's using language. They're using it targeted. They've got teams of of writers and advertisers, but are they're they're choosing their words deliberately. I believe. So right? I I think that one of the things that you're maybe alluding to or, or what I'm hearing is, mm -hmm. you know. Um, because, and this is why I, the, why the show is called Design to Heal, why we talk about vitalism, because once you can get your, your lens right, mm -hmm. it's easy to see a lot of the, <clears throat> to see the holes that you're talking about. Sure. Okay. So for example, um, I am, um, I'm, uh, we talked about, we've talked about tech on this show before, mm -hmm. you know, had shows about it. Um, Anything that is anything that looks, tastes, or smells like social media is going to be a problem to me. Hmm. Hmm. I don't care if it's the new one, <laughs> right? I don't care if it's the one that they say is uncensored. Yeah. All right. Because here's what I mean by that. Because I know the algorithms that exist. I don't even mean they're bad people. I just mean they're going to feed me what I want, Absolutely. and it's going to affect my brain. Yep. Okay. So yeah. I don't need. I'm not waiting for like the safe version of that, right? I'm yeah. not waiting for the safe vaccine per se, Jeff, because yeah. my model of health and healing does not involve injections of mm -hmm. synthetic chemicals mm -hmm. inside of my body to, quote, make me healthier. Mm. And I have a, I'm happy to have that argument and that debate. But here's my point. It saves you a lot of confusion mm. because you already know that so I'll give you an example um, again. Forgive me, not forgive me, but I'm thinking about like the whole um, the, the the slavery times or or, yeah, or yeah. civil rights. Okay, for an example, or let's use slavery as an ex I, I, anyway. I don't need to because they used to do this. I've you know again an area that I've studied a fair amount and just to try to understand why it was and what happened and why we acted the way that we did and what we've done. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times it was it was held out there like people of color. Were, were criminals, right? Mm. They were they did more whatever it was, right? And I remember, so that that would be the again that would be the thing that would be highlighted, if you will, in the paper, yeah, right? Yeah. So I, but once I've come to the conclusion that all people are equal, mm -hmm. I don't need to see the headline telling me what color a person was in a crime. Makes sense? Like that yeah, that yeah. that does. I know that's a narrative there. Yeah. Right. So once I understand the basic dynamics of healing and vitalism, and that we are all going to die, and that there's viruses and microbes out there, 
and that I believe in medical freedom, like a lot of this stuff just goes away for yeah. me. Yeah. Right. I, or, I don't necessarily have to be concerned like that. I don't have to receive the fear. I don't have to whatever is what you're saying. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I, and I, listen, I know there's repercussions. I had a friend text me last night who's a very naturally minded person. She's a doctor and she was like, you know, Dr. Ben, I'm seeing all these people that are, you know, getting sick and they're healthy people. Like, what's going on? And these kids, I said, hey, I said, I don't know the answer to that. I said, but I'll tell you one thing that wouldn't surprise me is the way we've behaved as a culture for this last couple of years. We've probably created more problems. We've created superbugs. We have people washing their bodies and anti you know, bacterial stuff and wearing masks, we probably created some version of quote superbugs that are going to make people sick. Or that doesn't, I can't, that doesn't, I don't get, that doesn't mean I don't get sick just because I didn't get vaccinated. No, mm. I'm under no illusion that Ben Rawl can get sick. Mm. I just don't really care. Like, I'm, because, because yeah. yeah. there's no way to quote stop that other than the way that I would live my life, the way we talk in this thing, which is do things that you can to stay healthy, you know, live in your environment and let the cards you know. fall where they will. Well, yeah. yeah, well, well, yeah, I, I think we all, yes, because here's what I'd say you say, let the cards fall where they may. And I agree with you. And, and I'd look at that as like actually a very valid approach because other mm -hmm. people, I'm like, well, the other ones are doing this little game yeah. trying to control things that are not theirs to control. Right. Uh, I was talking to somebody about this this morning. Mm. I think it was out of Baylor University. Baylor University says we know less than 1% about the workings of the human body. I would make the argument we know probably even less than that. But we don't like that for our ego, right? We like to pretend like we've got it figured out. We're in out, control, right? Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but we're not. And we know mm. very little about the human body. Mm. And that's okay. That's okay. That's not like horrible. Like, what's the problem with that? Here's why that's good news. You don't have to know a lot about it for your heart to beat. You don't have to know anything about your immune system. It's funny you say that because when I hear that stat, I go, wow, how cool is that? I only like, know like 1% or maybe less. Dude, like, I'm how like, cool is that? I just had my birthday, right? I turned 43. I'm like, how amazing is it that I'm 43? Like, and again, I don't, like, I'm just counted as grace. Like, I could be dead. I get run over by a car. See, Jeff, so many times you talk about health on the show, and I'm happy to do it. It's what I do. But, like, we only are talking about a certain part of health. And what I mean by that is I could get run over by a bus. Yeah. I could fall down the stairs, break my neck, fall off a ladder. Like, any of those things could happen. And that doesn't matter if I had a green smooth this morning, did my push-ups, or got adjusted. I'm not saying those things are bad. I'm simply saying there's more there's, the old, you know, death and taxes. None of us are getting out of this alive, mm. right? So I'm going to die. Mm. Like, listen, I, somebody, even this person last night that was texting me, she's like, but all these people are getting sick. And what about my kids? I said, listen, like, it's okay to get sick. Mm. Like, maybe you've never heard me say this on the show, like permission to get sick, <laughs> you know, um, it's okay. So we, we, we create this narrative as if like, oh my gosh, I got to just, I missed, but I've got to, listen, you can have the most boosted immune system. I mean, what do I mean by that? I mean that the way that God designed this is at times to have infections because those are immune boosting moments in themselves. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what mm -hmm. guest it was we had on this. Uh, we were talking about the measles. It might've been Bobby or Maybe it was, oh, no, it was Dr. Paul, I think. Mm. He was talking about you know the, the research that shows it's actually good to have a measles infection. Mm -hmm. It reduces lymph, uh, lymph, lymphatic cancers and other things. Yeah. It's actually part of the deal. So yeah. again, once I submit, Jeff, or surrender to you know this universe that God created, and I'm just going to live in it, and I'm going to steward it the best I can within reason. And Jeff, we don't do justice to this on this show very often. We should. It's our own issue. But like we don't talk. We've tried. We've done episodes on it. But you know, we end up talking on this a lot about, you know, what to eat and detox. And those are important, like, you know, right? But we don't talk a lot about stress, mm. right? Mm. Meaning, which is a major player in disease, dis-ease, right? From, from heart attacks to depression to, you know. As I write this down for future show topics right there. Well, yeah, you know, and we've had great guests like Dr. Sulak, you know, who's a stress yeah. expert and things like that. So yeah. I don't mean we don't address it, but I simply talk about this because you could sit here, right? And I remember this, one of my professors, love him, uh, Dr. Joe Swear. He was kind of a, just an old wise man, wise doctor. And I remember him saying like, hey, he put some article up there. It was like a guy that had like celebrating his 100th birthday and he was yeah. having a yeah. uh fifth of whiskey and a cheeseburger or something like this, right? <laughs> and we were laughing about it and, and well, you know, Betty White champion, just passed right away, there. right? We were, yep. you know, thinking about Betty White, yeah. almost 100 years old. Yeah. And um, and the, he goes, he goes, here's the deal. Who, by the way, was quoted as saying, I try to avoid eating things that are green. <laughs> that's what she said. Oh, really? Said. Well, that's funny. Yeah. Well, she was a comedian, right? <laughs> um, and so he goes, he goes, he, here's what he said. Hey, listen, eat the cheeseburger, don't eat the cheeseburger. If you are going to eat it, 
enjoy the heck out of it. And what his point was, mm-hmm. was if you're going to sit there and live in fear yeah. about if I boosted my immune system enough, have I had my perfect vitamin today? Have I got my perfect adjustment? Have I done enough sit-ups? Like, listen, I'm not anti those things, mm-hmm. but don't let that be some false idol in your life either because because here's what to happens, To rob Jeff, you of living. To rob you of living and to rob you of the of the of the... The, to me, it's the joy and the zest yeah, and the vitality the of life. The, just That's what the, it is. Yeah, the, like you said earlier, let the cards fall. What I would say, life without fear. Yeah. Listen, I don't know. I could die of COVID. Statistically speaking, that's very unlikely. Yeah. I'm not worried about that because yeah. I could also die of a lightning strike, a snake bite, a uh, car accident, uh, you know, pick your poison. Okay, right? There's a lot of things Ben Rawls is going to die of. Yeah. One of them is going to be the one. I don't know which one that is. <laughs> and I honestly am not really that worried yeah. about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I used to be a person that was afraid of death, Jeff. Matter of fact, I've never probably disclosed this on the show. I had a significant fear of death. Matter of fact, when I was younger, I got counseling about this because I had a severe anxiety wow. that I was going to of death. Okay. I was set free from that when I was in chiropractic school and I saw, I've talked about this before, I opened up the human body and I just saw the divine design. Right. Mm. And then I had a serious car accident when I was 21 years old. I should have died. I didn't. And I just realized you know, I went off the road on black ice into a cornfield, rolled my car eight, 10 times. I don't remember. No seatbelt on. And I walked away with one single scratch. Wow. And I said, you know what? I should be dead, but I'm not. Wow. There's something bigger than me. All right. So I'm going to ride this puppy out. That does not mean mm-hmm. I'm don't be responsible. That doesn't mean I don't mm-hmm. take, you know, make decisions and I make bad ones and I make hopefully better ones and hope I'm getting wiser as I get older. But like so much of this stuff holds us back, Jeff, mm. right? Um, like you were just saying, or you, I think we were talking about earlier, like at some point you're no longer living, mm. right? And I don't even mean selfishly living. I just mean live the way we've lived since the beginning of yeah, time, yeah. right? Be with each other, mm-hmm. interact, touch, you know, hands, hug, kiss, whatever, be a human. We're designed to do that. And so, um, and you don't have to apologize for that position. Matter of fact, history and logic and, you know, I guess I don't know truth, but, but, you know, is on your side for that Mm -hmm. statement. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Your are the argument against that, whether it's, you know, biological or like we're designed people to be in relationship with each other, to breathe air, to be outside, to see the sun, to move our bodies, to eat real food like that. We're designed to do that. Absolutely. So if a narrative is requiring all the things opposite of that, hide out, be separated, be messed up, put artificial ingredients inside of your body, eat junk food, then I'm going, I don't know. The proof is on you to prove the validity of that. Mm. Then it's on me. Mm. Okay. Mm. And so um, I know we're kind of winding down. Any last couple of questions or two, Jeff? Um, maybe if, if there was one more response that I think that people might say from time to time, Ben, you don't understand. My, I lost an uncle. I lost an aunt. I lost a yeah. family member or something like that. Yeah. Like they, they might make that argument right yeah, there. Yeah, for and, sure. Yeah. So what would you say to that person? Yeah, first of all. Or, or if that is brought up in a oh conversation. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like... Um, you know, so even I'll use my office as an example. Um, uh, at this at this point, th- three years or two years into this, I believe I have th- um, four people directly that I would know that have died. What they would say to COVID. Okay, mm. now I know mm. that um, one of them had leukemia. Mm. Okay, one of them um, uh, uh, one of them. This was very early on in COVID. They had um, a lot of underlying uh, issues. They had asthmas. They had um, some health history. Um, they passed away, and then and they w- and then the other ones. Um, both of those people would say that the reason they passed was the medical care that they were given. Mm. They, I mean, the family's literally in lawsuits about it. So, okay, like, sure. okay. So, I'm, my point in this is, <clears throat> I have these conversations. I have people that sit in my office and hear the conversations, and I'm I I realize that you know that that could be part of that. You know, like I, I can be talking to a person that literally was just at the funeral. I have a patient, a dear patient, who lost her 39-year-old son to COVID. Wow. Right? Well, again, and she would she would tell you, and I'm just, and again, I don't even, I'm just, she would tell you that her son was killed. Hmm. Okay? Now, here's my point. I have compassion for anybody that loses a loved one from a car accident to COVID to cancer to heart disease. Hmm to stroke. Mm-hmm. I have an uncle who was a Navy or a Ranger, an Army Ranger, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy was like like, like legend, right? Dropping mm-hmm. out of helicopters, yeah, the Joe, whole thing, maybe. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, matter of fact, he was one of the people that went and clean, cleaned up at um, Johnstown, the, the where they drank the Kool-Aid. 
You know, wow. literally, yeah. right? He yeah. was one of yeah. those people. Yeah. Um, so he's lived this, uh, and and um, he died recently. He uh, he choked on a peanut butter piece of toast as a midnight snack in his kitchen, and he died. Oh my goodness! And I'm, the irony of this, and rest in peace to my uncle. I just the irony of here's a guy who's done the you know put been in death's way. <laughs> you know, most of the trips he couldn't even tell us where he was at because he was undercover and all this stuff, and and then he passes away eating peanut butter toast at midnight in his house. Right? Nobody would have predicted that. Right? No. I'm as sad for that as I am for somebody else. Mm. Okay. Mm. Um, but I goes Jeff. It goes back. So I man, I've hugged these people. I've I've gone to the funerals of of these people. Right. Mm. Um, and I. Because I'm a human, like I, this isn't, like, like that doesn't discount truth, mm. right? Like I don't doesn't if somebody dies of a drug overdose, I'm sad. Somebody dies of opioids or they die of cocaine, I'm sad for them. Yeah. You know, I had a friend of mine, a patient. You know, I consider my patients friends, but I had this patient of mine. He's a New York. He was a New York firefighter, NY um, FD, I guess, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And he was there in 9/11 and lost a lot of people and. We were talking one time. My dad, many of you know, my stepdad was fireman, and and um, I remember we were just talking fireman talk. I guess he was telling me stories, and he said, I mean, he did you know big city fires, right? And he goes, you know, Ben, most people don't really have is what he said. Most people don't really have what it takes to be a fireman. I didn't really know what you know where he was going with that. He said, when you're climbing through a pipe, you know, squeezing through a pipe to rescue a drug addict who's the one that started that fire. <laughs> you might have what it takes to be a fireman, right? Wow. You're willing to go in, wow. put your life at risk to rescue the guy that started the fire that just killed people and is about to kill himself yeah. and you're trying to save his life. Yeah, it's crazy. Right? Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, I, I know my dad, he, my, uh, the fireman dad, I mean, I remember stories and, you know, where he's told me, you know, you know, kids that started a fire in a house and he's had to pull them out and try to save their life, you know, and some he did and some he didn't, mm-hmm. you know, because of the issues that are just <clears throat> in, inherent in that. My point is this, and this is, and it's a very, it's a good question, Jeff, in that the sensitivity that we would have to that conversation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but it's but it's not. Again, we had we had you know Dr. Leslie on the show, right? Who had lost her dad recently, mm-hmm, a cancer, mm-hmm. multiple cancer survivor, if I remember, yep, you yep. know, right? And mm-hmm. made decisions that he made, and and you know sh- she was very open on that show about her choice to still not be vaccinated mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. not live in fear about that, right? Yep, so yep. because here's what I would say. Now I understand the newness in the sense, the newness of this idea of COVID and things like that, but. Um, we all have to, we just have to reframe it in our minds and understand I can die of COVID. I can die of cancer. I can die of heart disease. I can die of, mm-hmm. and, and by the way, you can choose to, you can, again, just back to medical, uh, you know, freedom of choice, bodily autonomy, and you can choose to deal with that how you see fit. Mm-hmm. If you want to choose to take a vaccine because you believe that will risk, lower your risk, go for it. I have concerns about that vaccine that are very valid that other people have that mm-hmm. for me, it's not worth the risk. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. not putting anybody else at risk. I'm not putting myself at any other risk that I believe based on the science that I have. And ultimately, even though I disagree with maybe other people's decisions, I do believe that they have the choice to do that. Now, mm-hmm. I do believe that should be on informed consent. I do believe that that should be based upon truth, not lies. So if a person's being told, get this vaccine because it stops infection and transmission, but that's not true, that is a problem. Mm. That's a problem, mm. right? Just like if somebody sold you a car, says it has 5,000 miles on it, but you find out it has 155,000 miles on it, that's a problem. You were lied yep. to. Yep. You thought you bought something that it wasn't what it was. Yeah. Okay, so when somebody tells me, just back to try to answer your question, apologize. If somebody says, you know, but so-and-so passed away, my response is always not canned or any means, but, but my response would be to anybody that lost anybody, right? I'm sorry to hear that. That's terrible. Right? Like, to me, it has nothing to do with COVID. I'm, I'm a human that is compassion for a person in front of me that's hurting because they lost a loved one to anything, mm. any more than if it's cancer, heart disease, or an overdose of a medication, or a surgery that killed them, or a car accident. Okay, so we have to move past this as if that doesn't allow you to then have a, a, a certain conversation. Because again, I didn't have any role in them dying. That mm-hmm. wasn't my fault. I don't mean like it's anybody's fault. I just mean it's life. It's life. But when you got people in the news comparing non-vaccinated people to drunk drivers or, you know, making you, you know, then that we have to have that conversation, right? And that's where it gets, you know, it gets complicated. But again, it doesn't have to be, here's where the mistake happens, Jeff. We believe since it's complicated, then let's not have it. Mm. And when that happens, at the risk of just a kind of a oversimplification, when that happens in general, then the, 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 narr- the, lar- the large narrative wins, 
You follow, yeah. right? There's no there's, resistance to yeah, the narrative yeah, anymore. Yeah. So it just becomes, that's how slavery just continues to exist. They didn't want, you know, back in, again, just reading some of those, they didn't want, um, and there was, a, there was a, even historically in, in, in the, the faith, they didn't want people, the common person, to be able to read the Bible because they didn't want them thinking for themselves. It was to be interpreted through somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. Through a priest. Then you tell me what to think. Yeah. They didn't want it to be published, okay? And so that's where I think we have to be really, you know, not careful, we just have to be okay with having these conversations. Now, sometimes mm. we'll just work, you know, we're winding it down. I'm also okay with this, Jeff. I'm okay, and some people aren't, and I understand that. But I'm also okay with it going poorly. I'm okay. I hate it, right? I'm, I'm sad. That you know, certain people, friends and family, you know, don't want to talk to me anymore because mm-hmm. of my stance. Like I, 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 here's what I say. Um, you know, I, I, um, a family member I think I've talked about before on the show. My father was a lifetime alcoholic, my biological father, and people have said, you know, you know, something like, you know, doesn't that stink? Or, or I don't know, like, or I don't know what they would say. I say, listen, mm-hmm. I wish it was different. Sure. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. Like, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. So it's not an okay as in, all right, bring it on. It's, it's I'm reconciled to the fact yeah, that this reconciled. is going to happen. Like, I'm okay. Like, oh, on, the, on the end of, yeah. on the, uh, back to the beginning, Jeff, yeah. on the premise of do unto others as you would have them do unto you, mm. I would want you to tell me the truth, mm. even mm. if it's uncomfortable, even at the risk of it hurting our, quote, relationship. And here'd be my yeah. final argument. You know, we've even talked about this, not you and I, but, you know, in life, people talk about it. Like, you ever have a person that goes through real tough circumstances and mm. then they say something like, that's when you find out who your friends are? Mm. Jeff, if you're in a relationship with somebody that can't handle a conversation about COVID, mm-hmm. I would argue you don't have a super relationship. Mm. Don't live in that lie. Mm. We're such amazing, great friends that we can't even talk about the number one topic happening right now in the world. Mm. Come on. That's just you lying to yourself that you don't want to go into a confrontational conversation because you don't, whatever reason, any of the ones we've talked about today, right? So so I would even start that off like, hey, we're family, right? Hey, we're good friends, all right? Yes, okay, then let's, do you mind? Like, let's go into this a little bit Mm. with the understanding Mm. that we might disagree Mm. and we can still high five. Might happen with one of my family members um, and we kind of had a blowout and... You know, and my wife and I were talking about this because, um, you know, we kind of had a, a blowout, and and um, at the end of it, you know, we we just kind of hugged it out, said, well, all that to be said, disagree, but I love you, and I love you too, and mm-hmm. you know, and we mm-hmm. celebrated my son's birthday that night, and yeah. every, and we yeah. were just together at Christmas. Like yeah. it's okay. Yeah, it's it didn't have to be a deal breaker, but again, sometimes it is a deal breaker, mm. and I'm okay with that. Not just for the sake of like I'm not again like I'm still saddened by it, the fact that. My stepfather doesn't want to see us because we're not vaccinated. Mm. Breaks my heart. When my kids ask me, are we going to ever see Grandpa John again? Yeah. Listen, bro. That makes me sad. Like, I'm not, like, at home celebrating. Like, woohoo! My dad doesn't want to see me. Breaks my heart. Wish it was different. Mm. But I'm not a witness by just going along with it. What should I do? Shove an untested vaccine into my child's arms? I'm sorry that he's uninformed and has been brainwashed, and it sucks. But so the cards are, right? And so, you know, we've had, like I just said, I might we talk to my wife about this. We've had people in our, in our family that have very different responses, and we've been able to come to terms on it, right? Yeah. And so, and my wife said, man, I'm so glad they've been able to see us, you know, in that cast, you know, that area have differences and, and, and be okay and love each other and hug it out and be okay with it, right? And then on the other side... Um, you know, um, you know, they have it hasn't. It's just life, right? Sometimes, you know, you you have a friend, Jeff, that you that you you know that something happens and you are never friends again. And then you have friends that something happens and you reconcile. Like it's life. It's life. It's okay. It's okay to have an informed opinion. It's okay to share your assertion with the world. It's okay to have a position. I would argue if you're not willing to share it, then you're not a witness. You're a hypocrite. If I'm talking to you and you completely disagree with what I'm saying, but you're not going to say that, you're just going to nod your head with me, mm. right? Because here's, and this is what I hear, and then we'll stop. I know we've gone long on this show. Here's what I hear sometimes. So somebody will say, use that back to that offense, that, that mm-hmm. witness thing. So let's say, let's use an example, Jeff. I don't, I don't want to put you on the spot. So I'll pick, I'll pick a pretend example, right? <laughs> if somebody, let's say that 
I know somebody, and I know their position on them. The I don't care, COVID doesn't matter, vaccines, okay? Mm-hmm. And then they say, um, well, I don't want to, but they're not going to talk to somebody about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, right? Because they don't want to offend them. Mm-hmm. Here's the irony in that. You're offending me. So you did offend. You just didn't offend that person right in front of you. Mm. So like you didn't get out of it. You follow? So because now I'm questioning if this person's honest with me. Mm. Mm. So you're being a witness? Because you, I know how you feel. You're, you're just acting like you don't feel that way. Well, then how, how can I trust the relationship I have with you if you're going to just be, go, like, you're just going to go along with whatever I say too? Mm-hmm. So that's where, again, I just think it's as a, as a reflection exercise, it's good for us, right? Yeah. So back to this famous Gandhi quote, and then we really will end, Jeff. They asked, and I've said this before, Gandhi gave like a talk in front of the UN. I think it was three hours long, the way I remember the story, maybe longer. And at the end of it, they asked him, how did he remember, how did he, he didn't have any notes. And they said, how did you give a talk for three hours without any notes? And he said, I don't have to remember what to say. Like, I just speak the truth, like whatever I know to be true. I don't have to like, I have to wordsmith it, right? Mm-hmm. Like a like mm-hmm. an article like you're talking about online or something mm-hmm. like that with the heading, you know. I don't have to remember the narrative. Yeah. I just get to share the truth. So if you're that worried about everything that you say, and again, be, be prudent, be human, be civil. I'm not talking about throttling somebody and telling them they're an idiot or things like that. I'm sure I've made that mistake. I've probably offended people. Like, <laughs> listen, I'm not claiming I've got this figured out, Yeah. okay, Yeah. in a sense. But for those of you, and uh, the last, remember Bobby, we had a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and he said, you know, you're never going to comply your way out of t- totalitarianism or however he said that. Mm-hmm. You know, for those of us that are willing to speak up, and again, I'm most of the time, Jeff, I really feel this way. I'm doing it for the benefit of that person. Yeah. At the risk of losing that relationship, I'm doing it for their benefit. Mm. It may not feel like that. Mm. Mm. Telling my buddy that I saw his wife out with a guy at the bar might not feel like I'm being a nice guy. Mm. Mm. Right? But we all agreed we'd want to know. So if you're being lied to about stuff, and I've spend a lot of time understanding a different one of that, or I just have a different perspective that I think could be really valuable to you because I'm watching you live in fear, then yeah, I'm going to, at the risk of this relationship going sideways, I'm willing to have that conversation. Mm. So are we willing to have that conversation? If you aren't willing, ask yourself why you aren't willing and reflect on those reasons. And there might be ways to get past that whether it's becoming more knowledgeable, whether it's you just learning how to communicate better, you know, whether it's you, you know, whatever that is for you. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a wrap, Dr. Ben. We always appreciate your perspective. Thank you for sharing it for our listeners out there. Thank you for supporting the show every single week. We will be with you next Monday again, as always, with another episode of Design to Heal. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to support the show, give us a five-star review and share it with your tribe. To learn more about Dr. Ben's work, visit AchieveWellness.clinic.